What up, Snapback fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we talk about the bracket reveal for March Madness. We obviously also talk about the Texas Longhorns winning the Big 12 championship. NFL GMs making some crazy moves in stock up, stock down. Joel Embiid, and then we pick the winner of the NCAA tournament and then cap it off with some free agency talk. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A play! Oh, by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. He What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? One year ago today, today I got a Snapchat memory of a video I took. And one year ago today was a video of my roommate, Sam, doing a hand-washing instructional video with a snapback headband on and with a t-shirt with my face as well as your face on it. (laughs) Um, just when COVID kicked off, just doing importance of wash your hands. And one year later, tonight, I attended my first live sporting event during COVID since the last sporting event I saw was Eagles-Seahawks playoff game, I believe, when Jadavion Clowney murdered the Colts starting quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, But tonight, I was in the building for the first game back. For the Philadelphia 76ers, huge shout-out to our boy Derek White hooking me up with tickets. Um, I didn't get to go say what's up to him because of COVID and everything, but I was talking to him. He It honestly couldn't have gone better. The Sixers won by 35, 40 points. Derek was the leading scorer on the Spurs. I was sitting next to uh, – because I was in the Spurs section, right? So I would kind of keep it, keep it down a little. But I was, like, very loudly cheering for Derek, and because it's, like, quiet because it's limited fans – like, he 100% heard me. I was going to text him asking. Um, but I sat next to the brother of, of Lonnie Walker. And I swear to God, the entire stadium heard him the entire game. <laughs> he was awesome. He, yeah, he was unbelievable. And Lonnie's from um, PA. He's from Reading. So he had a whole section there. Um, but I was at my first live sporting event during Corona, and it felt great. So not only that, but let's talk about the fact that Abe got comp tickets from a podcast guest and then used my bookie and made money on betting on Derek White. I came I came out of retirement from sports betting. My first game back, I bet on this, I bet on that. I won an 18 parlay. Like I've never done that. Um I also the only bet of the night I lost was Tobias over 23 and a half alternate points. His line was like 20 and a half. Um, and he had 10 at halftime, had a dominant third quarter, and then we went up 40. And he finished a half point shy and didn't play the entire fourth quarter. But that's what you get for coming out of retirement. But overall, what a night being back at a real sporting event. Um, it feels good, right? The, the fake crowd noise is annoying i didn't realize they were putting fake crowd noise when it's they like had fans. it's like they they do well with it but it's like it's it was so loud in there and i'm looking around i'm just like like nah you know what i mean <laughs> i think the like, number was I, what 3100 ish fans. 3000 i believe 15 yeah. percent. i think there were 3000 people um 
it, it was just it was great vibes and Co- you know, what was Dominic, the covid the testing situation oh bro <laughs> what nothing really it, it was it was i mean it was like so you walked up to a, a tent and uh there was like this little like standing thing and it said like four questions on it, and the guy just goes read those questions answer yes and no and everyone just walks by and just goes no no <laughs> no and that was it that was the way you'd answer a questionnaire um you had to wear a mask the entire time but other than that not much Interesting. Not, not yeah, like Knicks are Knicks are PCR tests within seventy two hours, which is almost impossible to get because <laughs> you like really got to plan it out, which is a bummer. I mean, I, it makes sense. You yeah. don't want to have infect Emmanuel quickly. Yeah, no, I I would not. It, it makes. But sense. I was have a prize when you have a prize possession like that. You got to keep them safe at all costs. It's Knicks Nets tomorrow night, and apparently they do rapids. But um, people, what are, do we think? The the issue with being uh, a social presence is when you go places and you post about it, people see people that. People know that you're in Dallas, Texas right now. And that's definitely against the rules. Actually, weirdly enough, I'll, like the Nets president followed me on Twitter um, during the whole NFT Top, top shot, shot guy? Yeah, that type of thing. So like, I don't know if I've been getting tweets off about, it might be good there, but... I'll probably I'll probably skip out on this one. Protect the people. Um, but I mean, being back in the building, you got some ref. You sucks chant. Sixers were back. I'll get into it later. Obviously, uh, couldn't see Embiid play. He's out for a few weeks. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but overall, Matt, it just it felt great. Feels good. It felt, it felt amazing. Feels good. All right, let's talk about the bracket selection. Sunday arrived. It came. In the, I'm trying to figure out uh, what region these are. I just have the bracket up in front of me. So. It's Indy East, Indy West, Indy North. Yeah, Indy, it's, Indy. it's all in the same place, so it doesn't really matter. But Gonzaga, Illinois, Baylor, and Michigan, the four one seeds. Isaiah Livers, uh, actually the best player for Michigan. They're a pretty balanced team, but he's out he's one of those. Uh, he's one of those Perry Ellis guys. He's been there for 15 He's years. been there, but there's... Not as much as Perry Ellis. Perry Ellis is like the name that assigns that award, but pretty much the, Pe- the Perry Ellis um, award I, I don't know goes if to I put livers. been in college like, for like, like 10 years. On Texas, Matt Coleman. Like he's, I mean, he was a four-year starter, so that's definitely one. Livers? I don't even know uh, if he's a I'm senior. I'm thinking of other ones. Uh, George's Niang from Iowa State. Of course. He was there for 25 years. The OG years. was like McNamara at Syracuse. He, he played McNamara for McNamara was there for, forever. Yeah, there's always the guys that it's just like, how in God's name are they still in college? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Perry so those, Ellis is V. Yeah, of course. And he also looked so old because of his hair yeah. that it was just like the perfect one. But those are the four, uh, the top seeds. We're going to preview you know, the first couple rounds for Thursday's episode, but we want to give some quick reactions. Most importantly, let's start with uh, your Texas Longhorns. Get the number three seed. My, my Texas Longhorns? When I was saying your, I was really talking to the fam more so than you specifically. Gotcha. But right, so that could apply. The Longhorns uh, get the th- get the three seed, and they end up in that region with Michigan, who's down livers. They got Alabama, who I think is a good team, but uh, they also would potentially in the second round play the winner of BYU, who's a team we're going to discuss. 
But the playing game, it's a, team you don't, it's a team you don't want to play in March. Yeah. This March, this time around, the playing game is Michigan State, UCLA, two freaking strong historical programs. So that'll be really cool um, for. I mean, for it's, it's not. Night. It's definitely not the year for the historical blue bloods. I know. First time in God knows how long. No Duke in Kentucky. I think that Coach K probably infected one of his players. Uh, I yeah. It, I understand they weren't going to make it in general, no matter what. But I think this was a safe face out of Coach K. Yeah, no, that that wouldn't shock me. It was like a walk on or someone that got it too. Yeah, the Blue Bloods. Come on, uh, UNC's an eight seed. Kentucky Duke missed the tournament. Michigan State UCLA. They're playing in this playing game. Um, and you got some fresher faces up top with the not really Gonzaga, but for, of the world. Yeah, first one seed for Baylor. Michigan's now kind of Illinois back in uh, contention. UConn makes their first tournament since 2016. That was kind of shocking to me, just because they've been historically very good. But um, snubs or people who got left out in the bubble. The biggest claim is Louisville. And what's funny about it is the head of the committee is the athletic director at Kentucky, and Kentucky missed the playoff and uh, or missed the tournament, and then Louisville somehow got left out. And Luke Pat- um, uh, Patino is in, and Louisville is out. That's fair. so that's always a nice uh, by Yeah, yeah. But just you- another fu to the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> just another fu. Yeah. Um, what else is there to talk about with the tournament? I mean, before we like actually preview Listen, it on Thursday. Can you just like, I will, we'll do a deep dive on Thursday, but straight off the bat, obviously you assume that Texas as a three seed should be able to handle their business against a school like Albine Christian. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, Abilene. Yeah. What's, you know what their mascot is? <sighs> they said, it, Greg Gumbel said it on the show, but I forget. Pretty much, my point is that when you see a team with that name going up against a team that's a top four seed, you should probably be worried. You think? You know what I mean? You think we should yeah. be worried? It's one of those. It's in Albaline, Texas. They are the... It's Boy, I don't even so, know. So just something funny uh, because you... They're the Wildcats. All right, so maybe you're good. Yeah, but you know my family, obviously, in that region, Michigan... Texas and Maryland, all in the same region. So we got some we got some bloodshed. Some settlement to be had. beef in there. Uh, Ohio State would fall into a different region, but Florida State. So in that region, Michigan missing livers. Alabama, I think, potentially the most fraudulent out of all the two seats, just because the SEC was such a down season. Then you've got Texas at the three. Florida State's not that good. You see uh, Colorado's in the bracket. I just think Texas actually is built for it. So I'm excited to see. With that being said, only one. uh, We haven't won a tournament game under Shaka Smart. Yeah, I was going to say my last memory of Texas in the tournament was betting on them. I believe it was the Mo Bamba year. You guys lost to the Twins from Nevada Mm -hmm. in overtime. I think we were seniors in college. That's my last memory of Texas. But... um, I know nothing really about either program. I know a little bit about Texas, but what I can tell you now is I promise I'll be on Abilene Christian. <laughs> That's fair enough. It's just like that name. It's the name. Okay. All right. We'll have to. So you're. Uh, so when you're filling out your bracket in a year like this, where maybe you're less educated, right? Let's talk about that strategy yeah, behind it. Yeah. You know when you. So most people do it through ESPN. Um, we'll probably do it through something different, so you probably shouldn't do it through ESPN this year. 
Um, but you know when you when you go in the bracket and you can click like the little eye in between the matchups. Yeah, it's a big eye year. It's a big eye. We're clicking a lot of those. We're gonna adjust it based off like the last ten, the holding opponents points per game stuff like that. Obviously, we'll have our five futures for me personally of Michigan, Virginia, um, San Diego State, BYU, and Liberty. Those are the five that I will be betting on, but it's a big eye year picking out the bracket. It's a big, uh, this team looks good. So let's take the other team year. But, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I always go into a bracket every year. Like let's have some fun with this. And I look at the end and my final four is maybe like three, one seeds and a four seed. Mm-hmm. It's just like, <laughs> you got a little scared at the end. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Uh, well, it's a good transition into stock up, stock down. Stock up number one is what Abe was just hinting at. We have a new partner welcoming them to the program. That would be Tick Pick. I know everyone listening out there that it is a name. It is, and we it's love myself. We love them, but they have. We use them during football season. The app's called Rivalry, so we're doing a three thousand uh, dollar bracket, free to play. So download Rivalry app. R I V A L R I. It's an I at the end instead of a Y. So stock up is that we're giving away three grand, and you just have to put in your bracket. It's free to join. Just think about it. if Jenna Bandy didn't exist, that we'd be giving out thirteen grand mm. in the last two weeks. Mm. Jenna Bands, Jenna Bands. My first stock up is me. Jack, I am becoming, in terms of being a quality human being and doing what you're supposed to, this last week and a half, two weeks, I have been dominating. I am building such good habits in my life. I stopped gambling before tonight. Tonight didn't count because Derek paid for my tickets, and I went to my first sporting event, so throw that out the window. But I went to the dentist a few weeks ago, got the same spiel. I was fine. But I've been flossing at least twice a day, which wow. is it's not something I've done like ever. But like I'm consistent with it. I'm almost like addicted to it. And I've been reading books. Uh, in terms of just like doing stuff that a good human being should do, flossing, reading. I'm reading this book called Think Again by a UPenn psychology professor. And it's very interesting, Jack. It uh, it it discusses the importance of of growing up believing certain things and and having preconceived assumptions about things and the importance in life of unthinking and relearning in general and it, and it actually makes me think of someone like yourself a lot who uh <laughs> who is so caught up in the past in, in old eras and refuses to to see the other sides um it talks about different mentalities having a preacher mentality having a a politics mentality and having a prosecuting mentality. And I think you fall somewhere along those lines when it comes to different arguments in related to sports. Um, obviously the one I'm, the big one is probably Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that I think you could benefit a lot off and, and just taking a step back and realizing the importance of thinking more like a, like a scientist, if you would, and, and adapting to the times testing new hypotheses in regards to your intellectual thinking and then applying them and then drawing conclusions based off that, not necessarily just being stuck in your ways. That's just, I'm happy to lend it to you when I'm done. 
I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this book. But <laughs> the my one point book is, that's ever been lent in our in our friendship was actually a book about Michael Jordan being the greatest player of all time. Right, because and that makes a perfect example of what I'm reading about this book and how I exemplify that and how you could benefit off something like that because I was willing to hear other sides of the stories to test hypotheses of my thinking I'm and to maybe LeBron even change the, the way and t- and change the way. You were texting me slander today. No, no, um, no. And no. change the way I was thinking. But my point is that I think that I can do something to you. And I think that maybe you are a little, and this is by no means a disrespect to your character whatsoever, um, but I think you could benefit off maybe rethinking and, and unlearning certain things in your life. You know what I mean? I feel like I changed the group chat name to LeBron James is the GOAT. You did. But that was in regards to a, a purchase that you made. Well, that's a new piece of information. But my point, maybe I'll, maybe I'll send this book your way after. But my point is, stock up me because I am just doing like good human being things with my life right now, reading and flossing. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the physical book stuff. Uh, I do audio books or digital. I, I don't want to be able to touch anything anymore. I just want. No, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you on that. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna fight you on that one. Stock up, but I do believe it has a an audio a uh, an audio book or a Kindle version. Okay, and I'm happy to even buy it for you <laughs> as long as you're willing to to unthink and relearn certain things. In your Just life. so that you can hope to change my viewpoint on Michael. Yeah, Jordan. I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Some people aren't 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 receptive, but um, I do I do think it could do you some good, and I think that we're at the point where you can trust me. So, that's all. Stock up number two for me. Title Town, USA. What what city is it? It's Jack. Population population settlement. Population settlement. Uh, Texas has won three consecutive tournaments. Has one in sixty four chance to win the the title. Yes, they've won three consecutive tournaments. Think about that. Well, like the Maui Invitational and the NIT, three in a row. Capped right. off with the okay. Big Twelve Championship, and more importantly. Our Wild Aces are headed to the championship, which I don't know if they've named the championship game yet. Uh, they put out a fan poll for it. But 32-6, to six, dismantling Johnny Manziel, uh, Josh Gordon. They even flew Sean Oakman there. He's not even getting to play because they lost. He might be on our team for the championship. Did he go on there for the – why don't – all right, so we're just going to send him out for the coin toss, right? We're going to reenact that meme. Well, it's actually better. It's not a coin toss. It's it's RPS. So like he's going to okay, throw. So rock. He's not going to be the one. No, he's not going to be the one. Pl- no, he's going to rock paper scissors instead of throwing something. Just <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just just give him a little pump fake, have him back off, saying my ball. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the Aces are headed to the to the final, um, which is really exciting because it's year one of the league, and like let's get it, let's get a title under our belt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've had one recently, but it's nice to see you hop back into that into that winning mentality. What 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 do you have? Eagles. Oh, that was four years ago. I consider that recent. Okay. Cool. 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 Just how my brain works. Yeah. I'm willing to unthink yeah. and relearn. <laughs> Go ahead. My second stock up, the New England Patriots You're have good. re-signed Cam Newton to a one-year, $14 million total based off incentives contract. Listen, what do we think about Bill Belichick? Terrible. Excuse me? Terrible GM. 
Terrible GM. Okay, well, some of the draft picks were a little questionable, but that's a talent evaluator. My point is, Bill Belichick, one of the most, if not the best coach in NFL history, he just re-signed a former league MVP as well as he was voted upon as the best player in the NFL at some point in his career. I think that we as football fans, as football apologists who just plainly love the sport of football, you, you said it last week, you said... Who cares if if you're overpaying for a player? If you like to watch them play, then who cares? You get to watch them play every week because because we love football, right? Dude, watching Leo Cam Newton play football is one of the that's most. Not my, that's not where I'm going okay. with this. That's not where I'm going with this. We love football, so we have to appreciate the greatness and people that have dominated the sport and made the sport how great it is. And we, you cannot talk about the history of the NFL without including Bill Belichick's name in it. <laughs> And I think we owe him the respect to give him the benefit of the doubt of a talent evaluator at this point. Bill Belichick clearly saw something in Cam Newton last year. Something, deep down, where he said, we can work with this. We can do something with this. And the Patriots are back because Bill saw something. He has a year under his belt to see it. And now... And, and Eagleson's not here, so he can't even fight me on this. And, and Eagleson should be shivering in his boots right now. Um, but I think we all owe it to Bill Belichick to trust the fact that he saw something in Cam last year. Cam still has it. They're still the New England Patriots. And you have to watch out for them next year in the AFC, just like you had to this year. I like don't know if you're trolling. I actually think you're serious, which is the scary part. And I don't even think you know where you are in this situation. <laughs> I think uh, I think we I think we need to give Bill the benefit of the doubt. That's all. Okay. So stock up, New England Patriots, because I think they're back. Stock down, NFL GMs. My guys. Does that include Bill? Uh, I wasn't gonna include. Can we start in Green Bay? Yeah, let's start in Green Bay. <laughs> the first domino has fallen. And our, it's our favorite domino every summer. It's who will pay the running backs. You have a team like the Green Bay Packers who, what did you think of A.J. Dillon? I like him. Did you think he could run between two open spaces <laughs> on a football field and move his feet through them? I did. I know we're talking about Bill Belichick as a talent evaluator. Me as a talent evaluator saw that. Um, Aaron Jones with Jamal Williams there. I assume he won't be there anymore. Um, $12 million a year? Something like that. The best one and a half down back. Abe, the best. Nah, nah. He's 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 he can be a three downer. Like he's a really good pass catcher, but they didn't use him for all three right. downs, which is what made it so funny that now you're going to and you. Yeah, they. Um, what's always funny is the first deal tends to be the best price deal, right? Like now the floor is set on it, um, right. so people will say like, "Oh wow, they actually got a good deal for him." But the bad part of the deal was that you just paid a running back twelve million dollars a year. So that you could have just you could have just stopped at running back, right? So you take like take Aaron Jones off the team, let AJ Dillon go be the guy. Maybe your run game slacks a little, but now you have twelve more million. Why draft? Why draft AJ Dillon? I had an interaction on a guy. I had an interaction with a Giants fan on Twitter the other day. Um, Someone tweeted, and he was like. It was something in regards to a Giants report, and someone tweeted, can you please explain to me, like I'm six years old, how the Giants have no cap room to spend and no good players on their football team? 
And my response was just a picture of Saquon on his draft stage holding up the number one. And he's like, because we drafted one player high up in the round who's like a, an amazing talent, that's the reason we have no money and no cap. I go, no, you moron. Because you drafted a running back with the fourth overall pick, and he has no impact on your team because he is a running back. <laughs> and, just, and wait, hold on. I don't think people understand what that takes for Abe to say. We love Saquon. Like Saquon, I, I have a, Saquon's like I would consider him a friend. Right. I, he's one of my favorite players in the NFL. But listen, dude, I'm going to call a spade a spade. You call yourself a running back. What do I have to do? I have to judge you as a running back. I'm not going at his personality. I right. go at a lot of people's. I go at a lot of people personally on this podcast. And I feel outside like of sports. I mean, we're all for. You hope the Giants give Saquon 20 mil a year. I mean, that would be 25. Right, that would be a dream. 20. It actually. I watched the the Saquon draft at Penn State, so everyone was a Saquon fan, and I had a lot of friends that were Giants fans, and obviously the reports were coming out that the Sa- the Giants might draft Saquon, and like. I wanted to root for Saquon his entire career, and at first I was like, "God damn it! Like I have to like play against him twice a year, out out like full on root against him." And I couldn't have been more wrong. It couldn't have been a more perfect situation. I get to root for him no matter what to do amazing things and enjoy Saquon as a player because I know that the Giants won't do shit <laughs> because they drafted a running back fourth overall, and then they took Daniel jo- like. And they're just an awful franchise. So it ended up being I was actually totally wrong about my initial feelings having to root for Saquon in a Giants uniform. It's been nothing but a blessing, and I, and I hope I can do it for the rest of his career. <laughs> um, and then we get Shanahan and Lynch handing out twenty seven million dollars to a fullback. And so I yes, like like your book uh, indicates, I went in open minded. Right, I've never seen a fullback pay that much money. So you know what. Let's, you know, we'll, we'll give it a chance. So I saw on Twitter some of the replies, oh, they're the top rushing offense in the league. Like, you guys don't understand. He runs routes. He does way more. No, I can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. You just can't. But I would go as far to say as paying a fullback in 2021 is a better idea than paying a two-down running back. Yeah. Not... 27 million teams don't even use the fullback anymore which i guess if you if you do it's important i mean you want to talk about contracts the saints just gave Taysom hill a tight end a fake contract that doesn't really exist for all it could have said it could have said five years 600 billion dollars but this voidable clause thing is something that i've never seen in my entire life and you have to be some type of that's how you know the salary cap doesn't exist and it's not a thing you have to be sometimes a genius to know what this means. So, like, what I got out of it was it four for one sixty or four for one forty for Taysom? Uh, one forty, yeah. So they're gonna pay him like X amount of money a year, and then every year just be like, "No, we don't want to do that this year. We're gonna give you this amount instead." It's, like, how does it that? It sounds work? like more teams should be using this, right? Like, <laughs> maybe. Maybe Carson Wentz had that in his contract, and that's why the people held on to him for so long. I don't think so. No. Eh, oh well. Um, stock down for me. Love. Love, happiness, fulfillment, everything. It started with, uh, a few weeks ago, Kim and Kanye mm. split apart. One of America's biggest celebrity couples. And it started with that. And if J-Lo and A-Rod breaking up, doesn't show you that love is just blatantly fake 
and not a thing, then I don't really know what will. I I I, I struggle to to debate in my head whose DMs are more popping right now, Kim K's or Jennifer Lopez's. I'll tell you one thing. I'm in both. <laughs> Did you enter either? Of I, I, I sent J-Lo a hey, and I sent Kim a I hope you're doing all right. I, um, once again, not sure if you're joking. This one, I feel like you're very no, no, serious. No, no, serious. Serious, yeah. yeah very serious. Um, but I was always told as a kid, if you throw up enough shit against the wall, something's bound to stick. So, yeah. Uh, Speaking of if, that. If J-Lo and A-Rod breaking up doesn't show you that love is fake and does not exist, everyone thought... You know, you have A-Rod as the supportive soccer mom-type husband filming J-Lo at, mm-hmm. at all these concerts. They're just like a dominant couple all around. Came out of left field, and uh, yeah, love is fake. So love's out this week. Speaking of Dak, um, he... Who his, said anything about Dak? His odds to date Kim Kardashian are 25 to 1, and uh, the Cowboys' the Super Bowl odds are 30 to 1. So... They're proje- they're projecting Dak Prescott has a better chance of being Kim K's next boyfriend than the Cowboys do at winning the Super Bowl next season. You would have to think that those two are are total opposites of each other. <laughs> if one if one happens, the other one cannot possibly happen. <laughs> That's given, correct. Given, given the yeah. the family record, yeah. um, stock so down. Yeah, lo- love is out. Stock down for love. Stock down number two for me. I put the NBA regular season. Because I was having a blast watching the college basketball tournaments. I'm excited for March Madness. I'm ready. After tomorrow night, Knicks-Nets, 7 o'clock. I'm fine putting it on the shelf for a month and a half. Let it it run its course. As long as the Knicks stay in the playoffs, that's really all I care about. So I got to give a stock down to that. I'll I'll ride with that because my second stop down is going to be NBA regular season awards. Who cares, right? You know, the last time an, an NBA regular season MVP won finals MVP was 13 years ago. That was LeBron James. Obviously, I'm hinting at the fact that uh, what? it's true. He won a title last in time, 08? Can't be right. <laughs> There's just no way. His first title was 2012. But he, all right, it may not be 13 years, but he's the last regular season MVP to win finals MVP. Uh, my point is, obviously, I'm hinting at the fact that Joel Embiid, thankfully, is yeah. the only way I can put it, is out two to three weeks because he fell against the Washington Wizards the other night, and I was on watch. I was on watch. I It, it was just like, it was one of those step-back moments once again. It kind of happened after the Kawhi shot. It was like, like why? Why do I deserve this? Like why me? Like even if we're gonna lose in the second round again, just let us do it like naturally. Let me get false hope. This that. Why does it all have to go crashing down when it's all going so good? Um, obviously, Embiid's probably not gonna win the regular season MVP anymore. It's looking like it's probably gonna be LeBron or, or Jokic at this point. I think it'll be LeBron. But um, yeah, I mean, who cares about a regular season award? It, it's we're, we're, we have one goal in mind in Philadelphia this year, and, and everyone's been talking about it. Tobias said, we built a winning culture. You can tell that this year. And I, you, can, you can feel that energy in the building tonight. Um, now, is, is Joel Embiid a system player? We could have that conversation. Sixers 3-0 after the break. Tony Bradley playing well, filling in. Dwight Howard playing well. Uh, we can definitely have that conversation down the line. But um, Joel's not going to probably win the MVP anymore. But thank God. God, he's any other year, any other year, 
that knee is torn to a thousand. Yeah, pieces. what uh, he landed. It's, it's awful. the it, it's the it's the nutritionist he hired over the summer. It's focusing on getting in shape. Any other year, his knee is torn to shreds, and that's why I'm telling you, Jack, this team, this year, this is different. Like, is different. like maybe you could make a conference finals. Like, what's the Joel? Get better, my king. We'll see you in three weeks. Tobias has it held down for now. Ben's got it held down for now. Three and zero out of the break. Speaking of, I want to. We'll take a break after this, but. Ben got a lot of heat from the Wizards announcer. What was your thought on that? Did you see him clap back tonight? No. What did he say? Ben tonight, he he was asked about it in a post-game interview, and Ben kind of laughed it off and was just like, yeah, of course I see all of it, but I saw this one. I think he went back and forth with him, and then he said to the media, he was like, I looked at his Instagram, I was scrolling, I was like, wait, this guy is a 5'5 commentator for the Wizards. And it's just like, damn, you had to go his height like that, Ben. <laughs> um I mean, I'm not going to give that commentator the time of day. Why? That's, that's my stance. What on do you it. mean? You're supposed to be DMing him, getting him on the show. This is what we do. We get our favorite takes on. The you sh- are a genius. <laughs> I will be DMing this guy tomorrow morning, first thing in the morning, trying to get him on. And I actually think that if, for whatever reason, we're successful, I think I go in with an entire like I I go in like not telling him I'm a Sixers fan. Yeah, agreeing with him baiting him in <clears throat> and then maybe ending his whole career like so, halfway through just maybe we do like a good cop bad cop type thing and it's just like i'm weirdly the good cop yeah. you're like a ben apologist um but if we got this guy who called ben simmons maybe one of the most overrated players in basketball uh, and it didn't help his case that greg popovich tonight came to ben's defense and was like who cares if he can't shoot he's already so elite um so, but if we could get that guy on the podcast and I could just like switch and just mess with his head just so we can dunk on him, I think that would be a good time. I don't know where I... What if we started burning bridges in media? <laughs> and that became our thing. We just started burning bridges with media members. So, I don't know... I think that's a way to get on players' good side, at least. How far off do you think the take was? He His, his exact quote was something along the lines of... He's an elite defensive pl- player, like on the verge for uh, defensive player of the year considerations. But he thinks the All Stars and the All NBA are a little bit too much. He didn't use the word, but I'll use it to explain it to the kids: like clout, height, that type deal, popularity, if you will. He's an idiot. You think? He's Jack. I. I why do you know. ask? Why do you ask that question? No, 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 I really, I, I feel like he's not completely off base there. I think that's a casual take. That that's a casual thing. People see the not shooting and everything. I mean obviously we're on two different like I'm, I'm of course gonna be biased towards Ben. Yeah. The guy's twenty four years old. He's a three time all star I mean I guess that's what he's saying right. at this point, but like back to back to back all stars it's, it's clearly coaches it's around impact. the league are seeing so, it too. So what I had originally seen from him, you know, since day one was his impact on offense really was just the shooting was missing. Now, to me, it feels like maybe that's that's dropped off a little bit. Like he's not as impactful as an offensive player. I could be. No, he, no, you're very wrong. All right, I'll have to watch some more Ben Simmons for sure. Um, but I do think he's a little overrated. All right, fam, we're gonna take a quick break. After the break, we're gonna talk about our futures bets, and then NFL free agency is starting up by the time you're listening to this podcast. So we will be right back. 
All right, fam, we are back. My bookie bet of the pod. We're going to place our future for the fam on the pod. My bookie bet for the NCAA tournament. So, Abe, walk the listeners through the five options, and then we'll have to talk. The five it. options are, and this is based on a number of very ridiculous statistics that have nothing to do with each other that you find on Twitter and just run with when maybe you are a little bit out of touch with college basketball this year. But at the end of the day, sports have turned into just as much X's and O's as they've, as they've turned into numbers. So on this one here, I'm going to follow the numbers, those five teams, Michigan, Virginia, BYU, San Diego State, Liberty, 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 Liberty. Those are your five teams. Obviously, Michigan is probably the best choice out of them, but I don't think that you should sleep on the other four. That's all. So let's talk through that. Um, I have a proposal. I think I know what team I want to ride with for this. Um, do you, are you partial? So I'm actually pretty anti. I'm going to take all five. Gotcha. But we got to do one for the, for the fam, obviously. For sure. For sure. Um, I'm actually pretty anti-Michigan just because Livers is out and I don't think they'll be able to survive really without him. Um, so you're in on Liberty. I don't think I'll be on Liberty. And what I was trying to make clear to the people was just because five teams that's that applies them does not mean that the teams will still go far. It just means that one of them will potentially win it. So Keep it, in mind, this is 95% of the last 25 years. So that, that's a decent sample size. That's what I'm saying is I do think that like it's a, it's a good option for one of the teams to win, but it's not to say that those other four teams will actually go deep. Like They could still lose in the first round. So I'm out on Michigan. I am out on uh, Liberty, unfortunately. I just you know don't, what? We don't need what you. What seed are they? They're, they're like 13, a, I believe. Yeah, 13 seeds don't win the NCAA tournament. Um, so I'm out on them. So BYU. So they're due. No, they're not due. BYU, San Diego State, and who is the third one? That's not Michigan. Or Virginia. Michigan? And Virginia. Definitely out on Virginia. Uh, I think I think we are. I think we're headed to the sunshine, not the sunshine state. That's Florida. I think we're headed to California. That's where I'm. I think we're headed to San Diego. That is where I'm headed. The Aztecs, Kawhi Leonard's alumni. They are a six seed. They and their bracket looks like such. They would play first round against Syracuse, who should not have really even been in the tournament. Uh, Their best player is Buddy Beheim. So, like, come on. Uh, their next round matchup would most likely be West Virginia. Solid squad, but like they got overseeded at three, especially because Texas and Kansas, who were better than them, and Oklahoma State, who beat them twice in the last two weeks, were three and four. So I like our chances there. And then I don't hate our chances uh, in the Elite Eight or in the Sweet 16 against Houston, who I think is probably the weakest two seed. And they're in Illinois' bracket, who is probably the you know second or worst, uh, one seed. So, SDSU, 70-1, to one, Abe. What do you think? I think why not us? I think why not us? So, bet 100 bucks when seven grand at mybookie.ag backslash snapback sports. That's pretty Don't juicy. Don't mind if I do. Speaking of betting 100 bucks and winning an absurd amount, can we just talk about, like, stimulus memes dominating the internet right now? Yeah, they're incredible. I uh, 
Are they getting old? I thought they were unbelievable at first. They're not getting old. No, I think they're hilarious. I find myself, uh, I find myself making them to myself, just like alone, not even typing them out. Today, I went to a a local Philly sandwich shop called Middle Child, and in my opinion, it's like one of the best sandwiches ever in, in Philadelphia. And I walked up, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, hmm, Middle Child, the count balance fourteen hundred. Yeah, let me get the younger and the older one too. <laughs> Crazy like out. I find myself walking around now, making yeah, no, those stimulus checks. I'm shows. not, I'm not doing that, but I think they're great. I think they're great. No, nah, they're great. They're great. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna like probably start doing that thing where I just try and bring up really bad jokes in conversation that I have to deal with that. But a hundred to win seven grand on the Aztecs, Kawhi Leonard's alumni. Feels right. I, I feel good. really good. And they got great colors. Like, I really like it. I yeah, like it. good uniforms. It's, it's a good squad to get behind. All right. So, so we'll do I've that. heard San Diego is, like, one of, like, one of the most underrated, under-talked-about cities in America. Yeah. Like, the weather just stays perfect year-round there. It's just, like... It's good vibes. It's L.A., just, like, not L.A., L.A. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Got you to San Diego. What if, what if we take a trip, a content trip, if they win it all? With our winnings. That could be fun. We could do that. We can go to a Padres game if you want to do baseball. Um, I was thinking the beach, but that, down for both, I guess? Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, let's hit San Diego. All right. Bet. Let's uh, hit San Diego. <laughs> so, mybookie.ag backslash snapback sports. San Diego State Aztecs, 70 to 1. 100 wins 7K. Let's get it. Free agency, NFL. What do you like? What are, the, what are we looking for? Um. The quarterback dominoes have kind of all fallen. I think that the next, the next uh, place to—I mean, not the big ones necessarily—and Deshaun Watson and uh, who's left? That's uh, well, Watson. Who's going to be the starter? Trubisky, maybe yeah. New Orleans teams to watch, but not necessarily names to watch. Um, but I think you got to look to the wide receiver market: Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Juju, the the, or maybe just the. Um, skill position players in general. And I think this year, I think I said this before, was I think we're going to see a lot of teams and players starting to do these one-year deals. It's going to be a very weird year with the salary cap um, because it'll obviously probably expect to go up again after next year given that COVID's kind of dying down a little bit. It went down this year. But I think you're going to see a lot of guys try try and bet on themselves. Um, Which names necessarily, I don't know. It's just beautiful, Jack. I, I'm I'm enjoying football. I, I I love it. I'm not. I don't give a shit what the Eagles do. I don't care. They're gonna trade Ertz. They're gonna release Ertz. Ertz is gone. We have the sixth pick. We'll probably mess it up. But if we don't, whatever. We'll get a good name. Hopefully, like it's so hard to mess this up at six. Will they? Maybe. I don't know. I don't care. But I'm like enjoying football. I'm like, oh, Aaron Jones signed there. Cool. I can make fun of that. Um, Taysom Hill signed a fake contract. I can make fun of that. <laughs> the Patriots are back. This, that. Like, I'm, I'm fully happy supporting the NFL, and that hasn't been the case for the last few years. So I'm excited heading into this free agency. Is there any move that would make you excited for the Eagles? Like, are there any players that you really want? Odell. That would be sweet. I just love Odell. Um, I've pictured him in, in Eagles uniform for years, even when he was on the Giants. I had to like him in the closet i love odell do i think he would contribute to this team and make an an amazing impact and help our football team no (laughs) but i love odell and the eagles and would i want a jersey of his i love that guy 
I would love Odell and the Eagles. There's reports of him um, and Cleveland maybe going separate ways. I don't know. I saw a Photoshop of him in the Packers uniform the other day. So that makes me think maybe, you know, believe what you see on the internet. You saw that um, Hertz was practicing is there anything with Aguilar? That- yeah, that that <laughs> that, <laughs> that make you happy or not? That, that ain't it, Chief. Um, no, I'm just excited to see Jalen, to watch Jalen, to win however many games. I don't care. I, I I don't. Is there any move I'm excited for the Eagles to make? Nope. Any move I'll be pissed if they make? Nope. I'm just content. I am a content human being when it comes to Why? football. I don't even get this. What We got to cut your books off. There's, there's something's wrong in Philadelphia. I'm unthinking and relearning. I am unthinking <laughs> and relearning. I, reading Abe is a dangerous Abe. Yeah, clearly. I see that. My free agency interests lie in a team I do care about because the Ravens are on the precipice of giving Lamar Jackson the most money ever. And... We got a one-year window, so if you're saying... You're on the clock. You are on the clock. If you're saying... Maybe two-year window, but realistically, this is probably our, you know, going to be our last year going at it. And if you're saying there's going to be one-year bet-on-yourself type contract, why not, you know, go give Galladay, I don't know, 15... The thing is, they've been working for four years, these guys, to get the big contract, so... Would they risk taking a one-year deal, right? Like, I don't know if the star stars... I mean, they, these guys love betting on themselves. Yeah, but football is it's physical, and you get hit in places, you know, where you don't want to. So, Speaking uh, of the Ravens, I saw that... Um, and the Eagles are actually the lead leaguers in, these, in this, so they're number one in something. The Eagles are number one in dead cap money nice. going into this year. Um, but, hey, pump the brakes. I saw the Ravens in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, Top 10 of the league in dead cap money. I don't know what that would have been from. One of them is Earl, um, which, remember that guy? Still not in the NFL. Right, <laughs> remember that guy? Unemployed. I don't, I don't know what the rest would Earl be. Earl Thomas collecting a stimmy, believe that. <laughs> I think he might be in the in the wrong tax bracket for that. But his brother might, and you know they like to hang out a lot. They anyways. share. <laughs> they like to share things. So For sure. Uh, I would just love to see the Ravens. But yeah. A lot of people got tagged up, stayed home. I think with the cap being down, that was where they felt comfortable. So I don't know if there's necessarily a squad or or a player. I'm trying to. Th- oh, Shaq Barrett's a pretty intriguing name. Yeah, he's. I, I I don't know. I kind of feel like who would really be stupid enough to leave Tom Brady? Right. You know, these one year deals, especially with a guy like Tom Brady, it's just like maybe I'll chill. Maybe maybe this guy knows what he's doing, and, may, and maybe I'll chill. So it kind of seems like everyone's kind of staying close to Tampa Bay, um, and they're just like sending it to the moon these next few years as an organization, and then just just give up however many years after that. Yeah. Um, but Godwin franchise tag, I don't think there was a surprise there. David saying, uh, I'm very excited to see where our boy Mitch goes. What yeah. he does. He, I'm seeing Russell Russell Wilson and Bears and stuff. I actually saw a report, Russell Wilson intrigued by the market. Okay, that's fine, the Chicago market and the system that the Bears play. <laughs> the system? Like, like, which system? Like the government? Like democracy? <laughs> I, I, what system have the Chicago Bears been running over the last few years? Please fill me in on what Russell Wilson is intrigued about. Maybe he's intrigued at the idea that there's no system in place and he can truly exercise his name of Mr. Unlimited 
because he has no limits because there's no system. I like that. But you're seeing Russell Wilson reports. Deshaun Watson's kind of just like something's going to happen. It, it, this you feels think- very James Harden-ish. It, it all came on really quickly and aggressively. And then there were these ports like we're not doing this, that, that, whatever. Got quiet for a little bit. And then one thing led to another. And then like within the next 40 hours, he was dealt. It kind of feels like that type of thing is going to happen. I don't think Deshaun Watson, and he's not, because the league is still X amount of months away and not in the middle of it like James Harden was. Will Deshaun Watson continue to be out in public saying stuff? Doesn't feel that way. But it feels like Deshaun Watson news was like a huge story a few weeks ago, has since died down, and we haven't heard much about it. And now, um, or at some point, it's going to pick up quick, and then teams will be involved. What would your bet be on Russ and Watson? You think both stay, both are gone? What Watson's do you think gone, Russ stays. I don't think there's a doubt in my mind about that. And if, and if uh, Watson's gone, where do you have him going? I'm thinking the easiest answers are like Chicago and Miami, right? Because they've been in the news in regards to quarterbacks. But I'm looking at a team like Sam Fran. Kyle Shanahan, I don't know. They would have to do something with Jimmy, and it kind of feels like now that the now that the Wentz domino fell, not that the Stafford domino fell, we still need to hear about like Darnold. We don't know what his deal is, but pieces are starting to get in place where it's like, okay, where are these other names going to land? The Trubisky's, the Darnolds, the Garoppolo's. It's like they're they're people will have them on their teams. But nobody wants them on. Their I feel teams, like I feel know? like no one makes have those to, moves. Every team has to have a starting quarterback, and it's until they don't really have a choice at the really really good ones, then they'll kind of just pump the brakes and wait and just be like, all right, come on, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's just get this over. I with. think I think I agree with you. Russ leaving would be a shocker. That that yeah. came out of like, but but where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And it's like you would have thought he would shut that stuff down pretty quickly. He hasn't. But I agree. I think he stays. I think Watson to the Jets. They seem like a team that would give up their future for Watson. Like, it fits perfectly. They wouldn't surround him with anything. Um, it won't work. Yeah. But it would be great yeah, like, for the Jets. That's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. And every Jets fan would love it. Exactly. They would, maybe they would make a playoffs or two, and, like, it's New York, so they'll maybe, maybe seem like a bigger deal than it is. All right. Yeah, I don't, don't even tar- know. Don't target, don't, target, don't target Knicks fans like that. Okay. All right, fam. Make sure you join up. 3000 bucks up for grabs in the Rivalry app. And uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday, which will be after. I think we have some playing games on Wednesday. So March Madness is here. We're excited. Hook them, baby. Hook no, them. go Aztecs. Go, go Aztecs. Aztecs. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.